Inventing Anna. We covered the first episode. Now we're back with the rest, which is a lot. You pointed out that the finale was essentially the size the length of like a feature yeah. film. I mean, almost. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot. We can't possibly talk no, about it No, we cannot. But there were so many highlights that we want to touch on, and, and that's what we're going to do here. I thought the show was Shonda fantastic. Production, music, acting, the whole thing top-notch. Writing, these yes. drop-the-mic monologues, so much of what we talked about in the first episode carried through the rest of the show you know, quintessential Shonda, I was definitely hooked in that way. Yeah, the Shonda vibes continued. They continued. But the show really, really challenged my allegiance and love for the unlikable female protagonist. Mm. As we've discussed so many times, you know, in an entire episode that we did, and then also on so many of the shows that we watch and movies that we watch and books we love, I need to unpack why this really challenged me because let's Mm -hmm. just in case you haven't listened to this podcast before, I am someone who loves Amy Dunn of Gone Girl, loves Fleabag and Fleabag. Even recently, Martha from the protagonist in Sorrow and Bliss, she's not as diabolical or actually murderous or really messed up the way that... some of those other characters are that I love and she's still just prickly and miserable and and not a good person and I love them love these people yeah Yeah. these are no I we do these are people that we in different ways always pretty much um find a way to relate yes you know and and that and to understand them and that's what we always say well I mean what's you know what's unlikable to you is not unlikable to me because it might be something you relate to maybe their blind ambition is something you feel yes. or you can relate right. to whatever yeah. but I I couldn't understand no I did I not quite Anna yeah I, I so it happened for me for both Anna and Vivian I wasn't quite rooting for them in the way I wanted to. Certainly not in the way I was for Vivian in the first episode. I mean, if you've listened to that recap, oh my gosh, I I thought she was a complete revelation. The the motherhood stuff, the misogyny, uh, she just nailed every aspect of what I wanted in a character and and a way into Anna's story. (sighs) It kind of, I it's, I struggled. I struggled. And Anna, for me, was a roller coaster. One episode, I got her. Mm-hmm. Another episode, I didn't at all. It was, And it wasn't from beginning, it wasn't like at episode one, I got, I didn't get her. And then by the end, I did. It wasn't a progression. It was really just no. up and down, up and down, up and down. I get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. And then I do. Vivian, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say with Anna. I mean, obviously, that's one of the that's the central premise of the of the show. Who is Anna yes, Delvey, right? Yeah. And and of course, we go through all these different people in every episode, giving their own interpretation of who she was and their relationship with her. So, it, it part of it is a function of that. Mm-hmm. And I get, I kind of like that. I think you do too. When you get, you know, the same facts or circumstances or oh, or see people from like a lot of different affair. points of view. Yeah. yeah, you end up, I think, usually sort of knowing them better by there's a richness to seeing it from so many different points of view. I just ended up confused yeah. and less <laughs> sure 
of how to feel about her. And like I said, I don't care. Make me hate her. Right. I'll hate her. That'd be great. You know, make me love her. Make me hate her. Make me understand. I just was, I don't want to be confused and left not getting who Anna Delvey is. Yeah. So I, yeah. So let's start with Anna. I mean, that she actually says to Vivian in the yeah. final episode, <laughs> all this time and you still don't know me and I was like um yeah yeah yes me too that's exactly right I was raising my hand like yep yeah I'm with you and (laughs) this is an odd thing to say given so many layers of the show but I didn't know what was real and what was not real not factually not if that person existed or did she scam the bank or and not legally it was personally I didn't know what about Anna was who she was the the there is I mean lots of people put on different faces and and we have different sides of ourselves and we show this at work and this to our spouse and Mm -hmm. this to our kids whatever it is I didn't even get that from her I just didn't know what was a game to her and what was really yes who she was I mean and that's part of her thing but it also left me I thought just confused I mean she says in episode two I was always who I am yeah which is I'm like who who is that who is that and then I'm like and and she's like maybe it would help if you stop thinking of me as basic and I'm like oh great like she's saying this to Vivian but I'm like is that my problem I don't think so I know I I absolutely not I I just don't think we got an understanding. Now, what I loved in the first episode was that we were getting the story through, you know, the Vivian's character, the reporter role. And I thought we'd get some, I guess that's one of the, that was a something I loved about the way they did the show, but it did definitely prevent us from really knowing anything about Anna we really never got into her head at all I guess there are some things we know she cares very much about being taken seriously she wants to be a business person she likes fashion and art I mean that's not enough very concerned with her brand she's apparently very smart the photographic memory but but it matters because it's so central to the story too is that Todd and Vivian are so taken by her I don't know taken by I was gonna say enamored and to the detriment of their relationships with their spouses and all that which I'm sure we'll talk about but they they felt such an allegiance to her and and to borderline obsession on 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 Vivian's part and that they couldn't leave her and she needs me and I can't abandon her and that seemed weird to me given that I'm like well do you guys seeing something I'm not here you know it made that part less plausible for me as to why they were going so above and beyond in the way that they each were yes agreed also I mean lawyers I get it like sometimes you're not supposed to you're supposed to have a real barrier between you and your client but sometimes especially I don't know, that the, there's a bond that forms, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. presumably they tell you things maybe they haven't told other people. You see more right. to them in in their assisting you in their defense. You can can get a different picture. It's still not okay, not great, but the journalist, I really didn't understand. Like that seemed important that she would keep that distance. Although now that I'm thinking about Three Women by Lisa Tadeo and how she felt so 
um, protective and, mm-hmm. you know, wrapped up in the three women's li- lives that she covered, I guess maybe that isn't so unusual. I guess, but I think why why we find it unusual here is because it, it you don't get enough of a basis for why right. Vivian would get so wrapped up, you know what yeah. I mean, given that she... I mean, I don't even care that she insults her or whatever. I mean, that's part of what she does to Vivian. But but I just, she's not, how does Vivian, I yeah. don't think Vivian gets her either. Yeah, no, you're obviously right because especially in the first episode, we are meant to think, and I think throughout the whole thing, we are meant to believe, understand, importantly so, that I don't, using is not the right word, but Vivian needs Anna and Todd needs Anna yes. for redemption, for you yes. know proving themselves, for 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 their own things. So it doesn't have to be that they get so taken by her, right? They could be more transactional, yeah. which is what I thought a lot of this was about. Like for a lot of these people, besides just those two, that it's what Anna was giving them back or what they were getting out of their relationship with Anna and that part I get it you're right Todd Vivian it was very important for them in a lot of ways um, to redeem themselves but that didn't mean they needed to go to the lengths they went to and you're right the the point is though we just didn't get to see those moments we didn't get to see those yeah we didn't see it so it doesn't make as much sense no it didn't really make as much sense yeah Yeah. and and I will tell you Oh, and one of the points of no return for me was the Chateau Marmont. Mm. I mean, yeah. Ooh, she faked her suicide yeah. to get into rehab to extend her visa? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Yeah. I don't know. And then we listened to her tell a whole story. Oh to the the shrink on call yeah. that we thought I thought for half the episode was or more was oh we're getting the real story of Anna yeah this is really and then oh no that was all a lie yeah yeah exactly oh, okay mm-hmm. fuck you I'm, I was I, I mean I guess we're supposed to feel conned just like she conned everybody else I felt yeah. like I I've been duped yeah, yeah that's a good I, I like I that know. okay yeah I mean, that's what it, I guess that's a part of why the storytelling was sometimes done in that way, I think. Yeah. Um, so that but we I don't conned. know. But I feel like I, yeah. but so much of her con was really taking people in, like reflecting back what they needed from her. And obviously you can't yeah. do that with an audience, right? So, yeah. so we were supposed to be taken in and conned by her, but we didn't get. We didn't get any of the benefits yeah. <laughs> that they were getting, yeah. right? I mean, each one of them kind of got something yeah. out of it. I get yeah. it by being around her. And that I totally get. That is human nature, whether you know it's happening to you or not. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. But yeah, for us, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Vivi- that's Anna. That, uh, yeah. Okay, Vivian. Vivian. So, I mean, there were small moments throughout when I was like, okay, she's going too far. But that that that's neither here nor there that's not like of course that's me that's what makes her who she is that's she's exceptional she's really you know going too too far is what she's doing in this moment and that was that was fine it was a little bit like devil wears prada okay you know me i wouldn't do that but 
I get it. But then there were a couple moments when I completely lost her, like a flip switched for me. And I'm like, what? A switch flipped <laughs> for me. And I'm like, wait, what? What? I, I don't know. One of them was in episode five when they introduced the boy on the list backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't, did you have that one hurt? It hurt for me. It really did. I, I thought it was a blow to her character for me. I found her completely unreliable and not unreliable in like, mm. oh, there's a big twist coming just in that I can't make sense of this person. Like, and I'm right. actually not really interested in trying. There was something you said in the first episode that I didn't see then, and but it really st- strongly came out through the rest of two through nine. And sometimes I had a hard time seeing the difference. I found Anna and Vivian to be very, very similar. And I didn't, and not in a good way, and not not in the con way. She wasn't conning anybody, but in that she seemed to care more about the narrative than what was actually going on. I mean, she was chasing the story, which I guess is fair, but... I thought maybe, I mean, fact-checking seemed to be something somebody else did. And you see, saw it a lot in Germany, right? She did not even care. She was chasing oh every dream she had. That's where I, she lost yeah, me there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but so the the boy on the list, I mean, I was torn, but I was like, ooh, that, and by the way, this is, that's true. That's true to Jessica. Yeah, I know. Presley, yeah. Know. So that, that's mm-hmm. where I was like, she cares more about, the story than she does about whether it's and that's what I mean that's what the the boy allegedly in that documentary about Vivian says like she pressured me to say the things she wanted me to say so that she got the good story she didn't really care about the truth she just wanted it kind of her way and I saw glimpses of that with Anna and this story and I'm like I just can't get behind that I wanted the Anna story to be her redemption for a mistake for an oversight the way they really positioned what I thought would be you know Paul asked me to do a list I did a list but then when they had that backstory about the boy coming out and saying I wasn't even 16 she pressured me uh you know she wanted just wanted the story the way she wanted it I was like ew now that feels like what you're doing here this isn't redemption this is just you being you on a grander scale their scale yeah Mm -hmm. it didn't make me feel good yeah I did not it did not make me feel good it did not and I do think there are like I did say in that first episode yeah there there are a lot of similarities between Mm -hmm. them and yes she cares more about yeah the perception maybe whatever she's doing and working on to the exclusion of everything else it's not all that dissimilar for me yeah yeah, and she doesn't really care, you know, who gets disregarded or who gets, you know, what she has to push and show up. And I mean, I guess that's again a, a very true to a journalist's life. We I've heard most from Lisa Tadeo in, in talking about three women and how she was kind of like just showing up everywhere and like be at the gym next to the person that she wants to talk to and kind of like really ingratiating herself into their life so that they she can get the full story so but I don't know this back and I had no problem with Vivian until that backstory I that I don't know something really I had trouble with her in the in the 
episode eight. Yeah, in, well, in the the, Germany. that I was episode five, that. so that one came first. But yes, yeah. episode eight. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I just thought this, this obsession with, with her. I mean, this is now at this point her story is out. It is, you know, widely acclaimed already. Her bosses are, you know, telling her she's the greatest thing ever, <sighs> and she can't let this go. I mean, she can't. Yeah. And then she believes that there's more she can find out about. Anna and once she found out about the suicide attempt she just became obsessed with there being more but when she got there I mean basically every choice she made I had a problem yeah. with. and I just felt like yeah. this has gone beyond yeah. now you actually seem obsessed and whatever integrity you had is being completely subsumed by this obsession with this story that was done and you did your story yeah. um and now you're like trespassing and, and I, I don't know. Yeah. And you, you just, she believes what she wants to believe and then she tries to support yes. it. I don't know. Is that journalism? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think so. No. I, I don't, I'm not a journalist, no. but it's like, I know you have to have a theory yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it was like, then she can't see that that's, they, the facts don't support it. Like she, she, because again, maybe she just, she believes what she wants to believe even when, the things are not adding up. Yeah. Well, she she did she did cut her trip short and think, okay, this is yeah. I mean, eventually. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. the mom really had to tell her to move yeah. on. I mean, Anna's mom, she cuts it short when she's just like, you need to move on. Yeah. I mean, like we've let her done. go. Yeah. Um, let her go. Yeah. Yeah. And she, but he, she only lets it go because she feels like, I think she says, no child should have have to read their parents say that mm, about them that's so right. again it was because of her allegiance to right. anna and trying to protect her yeah. not because there really wasn't the story there that she thought was there that's right yeah yeah i don't know so and then there was one other moment for me I, definitely far lesser than than the ones we've been talking about but when she finally gets you know landon and paul are just singing her praises and swing for the fences whatever you want you get this office and and she's having that moment and she's like freaking out and the sound is going in and out mm -hmm. and she go then she goes to the bathroom and she's like crying I didn't get that she got everything that she wanted and what happened I didn't understand yeah. either I mean I know she says to him that white dress was mine. Yeah. Uh -huh. I took it out of yeah. my closet. I care about her more than I should. Yeah. Did she care about me or was I another con? Yeah. Now, I understand that she's been grappling with this and she's finally articulating it that she maybe she cares too much. Thank God she's finally realizing that. But I didn't get it in that moment. You're right. Why yeah. it came out then in response to what Landon and Paul were telling her. I yeah. I mean, I think she should wonder, why do I care so much about her? But don't you um, think but... in that moment... See, I just thought in that moment she would be thinking, this is what I wanted. This is my redemption. Yeah, that's what I, I would got think. it. I, you know, like, this is great for me. She could still be conflicted about Anna, but I didn't understand why somehow that took away from it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand either. I, like I said, I understand the point about her being conflicted. Yeah. I just didn't get why it came and relate. What about their conversation then made that come out in her? Like maybe I don't. 
deserve this? Yeah. I don't, but I don't she know. had done the work and I don't know. I know. Yeah. I don't know. But let me tell you, it made for some great TV. <laughs> but I have yes. to ask with yeah. Vivian, do you, what did you think about her being pregnant through all of this and some of the um I wondered how people would react to her thank you essentially working to the bone till her last possible minute including making a phone call to Katie (laughs) to say whether she'd go on record while the water is dripping out of her yes because her water broke now I don't know how people will feel about that or no I'm glad I'm so glad you brought that up I completely forgot I liked watching all of that I really did what I did not love was her delusion that she, I mean, I loved it in the first episode when the sonogram mm-hmm. and she says, now she's real and I had, I had to get my car. Oh, that was the yes, best. Loved, mm-hmm. Still love that. Still really love that. But it really went too far when she's like, about to give birth and she thinks there's a difference and I'm like hey don't you realize in two days you're gonna be the exact same person that you are right now (laughs) so why (laughs) do you keep thinking like I need to get this done in two days or something like as if you're not gonna be incredibly obsessed in two days you are still going to be so right I guess she was going to be going on maternity leave, so she had to finish the article before she gave birth. Yeah. Did she, did she go on maternity leave? Well, they made it. Yeah, because they brought her in. I think they called her in and said, we know you're on leave, but she was barely on leave because then she went to Germany. Right. But um, yeah. yeah, I think they did say something. I mean, there was certainly this idea that you she had a built-in deadline and the deadline was the baby yes. coming out. But I, um, I felt like, yeah. Yeah, I just felt like, it, and that was... I liked that and I loved the scenes where she's got yeah. the headphones on she's like typing away and we feel that clock ticking and and there's a towel yes. under the chair but I just didn't like her delusion of that she was going to be somebody different in two days when the baby yeah. came she's yeah. like you're still going to be so obsessed like so are we so what you're saying are you saying that we were intended that to believe that she filed the story them you know right before she gave birth and then what yeah that's she what like I went thought. home and and like swaddled all day and then and, we, and I, like we, they didn't show that no part. I know I know <laughs> I know but I thought she did for a little like a little oh. and then they called her in to tell her how great the story was doing but I don't know. Yeah, the, the, I did the not. timing is not oh, clear. The this timing whole, is not don't clear. Even, I don't not even I mean, I'll just say my mother, who I thought was somewhat progressive, but is still, you know, seventy five year old woman, was like, I thought it was a little weird that she just had the baby and then just went off to Germany. Yeah. And like, doesn't she I mean, hello, yeah. she has a baby. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, mom, people could do their job. I mean, I did my job, so she knows yeah. that. But but she was sort of but like, but it was very it just unclear. Very, it was very unclear. Yes, I that's did what she not said. imagine she had a maternity leave. I know that you're saying, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so if there was, so it maybe, was brief, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe that I really. Well, the baby was too. Oh, when she went to Germany, she told the mother, Anna's mother, that the baby was two months old. Okay. She said, "Are you a mom?" She said, "Yeah, as of two months." And she's nursing, doing the. Uh, yes. So, so maybe I thought there was a little short like two month window yeah but I don't know yeah I don't know either I mean I I had no problem and I actually really the working till your last possible moment 
I was very relatable to me. That was probably the most relatable part to Vivian yeah. for me. But then the uh, the the breast pumping and the and the running. I, I, then I'm like, oh, okay. I now you've lost yeah. me. Like I can't. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I wasn't good at that. Yeah. I couldn't. I wasn't good at the breast pumping in the office thing. But oh, um, God. I, yeah, I, it's hard. Oh man. It's hard. I did that. It was yeah. horrible. And I li- I worked yeah. in an office at that time, a small office, a small debt fund with Okay, there were two. There were two women. There were, but it was all men and right. It was just so unpleasant. And everyone was fine. It was not I people have real horror stories. I do not. It, it but I'm just saying it was totally fine and so supportive and it was so awkward and terrible, like bringing my milk every day to the <laughs> yes, fridge. Just, and oh, I, can't, uh, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I give so much credit to all oh, the and old conference that. calls that went over and my boobs are just tingling and burning. Well, and and oh, that's what happened God. with Anna's mom. She saw that she was leaking. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I that actually turned out to be a way, an entry for them. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah. I do think, though... It, I'm all for having, you know, representations of pregnant women doing their job till the last possible moment. I mean, I there, we need to dispel any notion that people can't do the things yeah. that they are yes. doing as their profession. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, that's Anna and Vivian. Yes. Okay. So scenes. How about some scenes? Mm, scenes. Scenes. I think we um, probably both yeah. abnormally adored it kind of just yeah we before i mean i view scenes as more like again because these are so long it's almost like episodes yeah yeah or, yeah, or, or actually yeah. more like people and story people lines, right yes Ep- exactly episode four was alan reed uh, the lawyer uh anthony edwards who, yes who worked in real estate i mean this was my job so like so it's so funny. I knew you were going to say yeah. that because you said something about the episode on the banks yeah. or something. And I'm thinking the the partner in the law yeah. firm episode. See, because I view him as like, no, he's my yeah. job, but he's only my job because they keep referring to equity partner in a yes. law firm and billable hours and origination credit. But he's a real estate yes. lawyer. So he's really substantively your area. Yeah, abs- so yes, substantively. Perfect combo yes, here. Yes. <laughs> and I will say, I mean... Uh, that's it, all of it just rang very true I mean I can't tell you how many lines that he said yeah. that have actually come out of my mouth I'm and sure. how many sure. times the underwriter yeah. still still it's still with the underwriter yeah. and uh, we need more due diligence and I, I need more supporting documents on the trust I mean these are things that I dealt with all the time all the time yeah. and my role as it, this is a little bit different from from the partner aspect of it at a law firm, although I was there too. Um, but my role as a lawyer in house was to, I mean, my underwriters would actually originators really would run roughshod over like, oh, it's fine. They have a million dollars. Don't worry about it. It's, they have five million dollars, twenty million dollars, sixty. Whatever you need, they have it. Don't worry. It's in a trust. I'll mm-hmm. I'll send you a one pager. It's like. This this yeah. confirms a trust of sixty million dollars. I'm like, um, I need real no, documents. No, it doesn't. 
<laughs> I'm like, you need to start yeah. with something heavily redacted and let's go from there because I need to know what the terms of these trusts are. This trust is. I need to know. And so I was. Right. Oh, so yeah. you thought this was a little ridiculous what they were. What not the really. No. Documentation no, or. I did not. I thought sometimes I was the only person in a room of 30 people who was asking for more. Okay. So you remove me from the situation and this easily happens. Well, okay. Because I was thinking at first, are you kidding me right now that this guy's supposed to be the partner, a partner in like a huge law firm and this is... Gibson Dunn, by the the way. yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. This is the due diligence this law firm's doing on Anna as a client. I'm not talking, right. you're talking specifically on the deal of, of, to get her funding. Yes. But I'm like, what the, no, you, what, what are you talking about? And like when he signed that piece of yeah. paper that basically says, does the client have the means and assets to pay our services? I mean, I've opened those forms myself a million mm-hmm. times. Like, I'm like, on, and he checked, yes, but I'm like, really? But then I'm like, mm, I guess he did call the German lawyer, yeah. who of course turns out to be her with a voice distorter yeah. app. But was that enough? Well, I don't know. Took no retainer? I like, know. What? That was weird. Yeah. But she did it's send like no forged documents, fake documents. I so. know. I know. Then I was like, technically, I guess yeah. it was enough to get past that. And... I don't know. And then, you know, obviously that the banker woman posited that he signed off because, you know, origination credit, which was very enticing in this instance. He says to his friend at one point he was looking at, you know, a revenue stream of 200 million a year. That's a lot. (laughs) If you're the originating partner. And so I don't know. I mean, I was like, wow. I mean, I can totally relate to this notion that maybe he did it you know, for the possibility, like they said, for the chance to cross the finish line first, for the honor, the glory. I mean, he thought he, and the money. Yeah. You know, I mean, and like also, we said earlier, I, I, he's going to get something out of I it. And I liked the little bit of color they gave him too. Like he seemed very depressed. He did the same thing. He woke up at the same time. Oh and and how he sort of came yeah. alive after that. He's a new man. Yes. He's like inspired by Anna. I mean, this was, to me, that's why we're talking about this one. Yeah. Of the storylines, I'm like, all right, this one I get. This is the Anna Delvey effect, yes. um, and I and maybe because yeah, we both relate to the 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 kind of like loser lawyer yeah. kind of person, which we're putting ourselves in that. I'm not disparaging lawyers, yeah. but you know, he was then taking his wife to like secret places for yeah. dinner. I mean, let's not talk about what he's doing in the bedroom. I mean, but it it really. Infused, it was a, like a, he was a new yes, man. Infused yeah. some new life into him. Yeah, and I will say, I also yeah. really just about the the deal again. You also, I loved the character of that woman who was like, no, 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 no. This yeah. is, I mean, that would never happen at the banks I worked at, right? Like that would, mm-hmm. it would never. But there were plenty of banks, and we had to hear this from originators all the time. Oh well. XYZ Bank does it. I'm like, okay, great for XYZ Bank. All right. Like, mm-hmm. who yeah. the fuck are they? Yeah. And they're not us. And so right. we have much, much higher standards. It. And she was like, we wouldn't touch it. No way. Yeah. So she managed to find the one or two that would bite. And we, I, I we all, meaning anyone I worked with, we all knew those one or two that would bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. So that was a favorite episode for for both of us, interestingly. Maybe not everybody else, but we really loved that one. 
And it has a great line at the end when um, Vivian is talking to Anna in prison about Alan. And she says, um, you know, did Alan underestimate you? Is that why you humiliated him? And she says, you're so worried about Alan. Do you seriously think he's in any danger of losing anything? I'm the one locked up for crimes I didn't commit. I'm the one denied bail. Every day, men do far worse things than anything I've ever allegedly done. And what happens to them? Nothing. No consequences. No jail time. Alan will be fine. He got promoted. Men fail upwards all the time. And I was like, ooh, I like that last line. But yeah, yeah I mean, and then it cuts to Vivian kind of telling her husband about Alan. And she's like, he became, after that, he became the global head of real estate for the firm, $2 million before bonus. And he allowed his firm to be defrauded and they promoted him. And then, you know, you see Trump and the TV in the background. And I'm like, you know, it's zero consequences for these men. Although then he did get demoted demoted to court 12. So so those are his consequences. I mean, is that that's what we're supposed to believe that if there are consequences, there's something like that. Oh, well, shit, maybe he doesn't get the best table anymore or the or the best uh, racquetball court. But. I mean, I think that is what happened after, and she's probably not wrong. I don't know. I found that to be a huge stretch. I mean, she did forge documents. She used a voice. Uh, oh, yes, but that the consequences for him. But her her yeah. activity was criminal. He was, at best, negligent, uh, yeah, but just not do, even yeah, really. I think at I best. Mean, I don't know. It's very unclear where they were in the deal. I mean, he says at the trial, we really weren't close. The, those kind of things will definitely get you in the door, right? To bring our originator yeah. in, but then you have to go through the whole real vetting process, and you're not going to get anywhere. So I don't know. I don't. I thought it was a yeah. huge stretch. It was an important commentary that is often true. I just think, yes. you know, messenger matters. Well, and I think she was there a bad was one. there was. Uh, that's the thing. I think there is some comment. There's a couple examples of there is good commentary but yeah it maybe maybe it's not that well explored or maybe the messenger doesn't doesn't really ring true there was a couple of those where i'm like all right that's a good one line mm-hmm. or two but maybe a little self-serving yes but anyway exactly yeah self-serving so the other so. big thing i really want to talk about is rachel i guess this is oh, episode rachel. six seven and nine really is mm-hmm uh, where the Morocco trip and then her trying to get paid back and then the trial when Todd absolutely eviscerates her. Mm-hmm. So I don't, this was an interesting thing for me because I had the the only real familiarity, I had not read Jessica Pressler's art, uh, article before watching this. I was familiar with Rachel's book though. And so, right, I think you said yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize then who it was. Yeah. But. And so I guess I had had that in my head of like, I mean, it's the shit Anna did. I mean, it's it's really fucked up when you're on a tri- like. Could you imagine being on a trip with your friend and they're like just sitting there staring at their phone when somebody's looking for thirty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars or whatever? Oh. I mean, that's that's pretty freaking insane. Like, yes, uh, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, she she let her. It's beyond just like letting your friend like twist in the wind. I mean, this Oof. was. It feels like diabolical. It does. I mean, 
Yeah. So, but in the in the course of the show, I feel like this is the only aspect where we really get some humanity for Anna's victims, and it's why I think there's so much of Rachel in this show when everybody else kind of just gets their one episode. Because otherwise, Anna is really just ripping off nameless, faceless institutions that some people might respect and other people might actually think deserve to be ripped off, like banks, mm-hmm. hotels, a right. private jet company. Like, at best, it's who cares. Some people might be like, yay, great that she ripped yeah, them off. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but the Robin Hood comment ex- that, that Todd made in episode exactly, one. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're not Robin Hood when you're doing this to your friend. No. Or the people are supposed to be your friend. So that's what I thought they were going to use it for. But then Todd completely Mm -hmm. takes her down at the trial. Opportunistic, yes. And I'm like, well, so now there's no humanity here? Like, I don't know. It didn't really work for me. I didn't really. I preferred to have a, a victim that I could relate to and understand. Yes. And then they were like You were like Casey, you in the yeah, courtroom. You yeah. thought she was a victim and then with the cross you were like, wait, what? Yeah. Fuck. Like it completely upended yeah. what what we were thinking. I mean But also I do think I mean she deserves to sell her story and write a book. And I don't care that she only was scammed out of sixty two thousand dollars and she made three hundred or six hundred or or could be. I didn't really care about that. That didn't make me I the whole thing just got very muddled for me. I, I didn't know yeah. how I was supposed to feel about that because there it was there were legitimate arguments on each side and I didn't feel yes. like one yes. one grabbed my gut and the other didn't. I I just right. didn't. I was like, okay. I guess that was the intention though. I mean, for you to feel conflicted about it. But I didn't feel I mean, conflicted. I felt one way and then I felt another and then they kind of canceled each other out and so I felt nothing. I got it. I got yeah. it. I mean, I was just sort of like, I mean, if she got paid back by the Amex, credit card yeah. companies, yeah, then she, what, how has she been damaged? I mean, she, she's been made whole. Was this just like the lawyer and me? I'm like, what are we even, well, that's why, how does she even have a claim anymore? Well, yeah, right. Well, why she has a claim is an interesting one, but that's, I think that's ultimately why she doesn't, they don't win on that count, right? Right, I know. But I just like, well, that count, I don't need, you didn't even need to eviscerate her on the, her credibility, which is, and, and being exploited. Maybe like, she was claiming emotional you, you pay, yeah. trauma. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that part, he didn't even, he didn't even say that part in his cross, though, and didn't you get paid back? Because I think right. it was the whole point. Yes. The, the drama of it is, is to point yes. out that you're an opportunist and you're so traumatized by this and yet we should all and, be and so you'll lucky. never forget it yeah, yeah exactly um it's so so traumatic that you want to you know retell it and relive it in multiple different venues and yeah but see i um, didn't like I don't that know. either i don't i mean would you say that to a sexual assault victim that y- y- on cross people do a lot of that he did what he should have <laughs> yes, done on cross agreed. i mean he definitely agreed. did he absolutely did there were i love todd and i will talk about todd yeah. but there were a lot of questionable legal yeah. uh, things that he did <laughs> okay but i thought his cross was very effective i think um, i agree it was effective i just don't you're right it is a legal argument made in a courtroom and i guess it should be what it is but i just i wasn't a huge fan of that argument i mean it's not 
really shouldn't matter how many times she's it's her story she's allowed to tell it however she wants and and yes trauma being released and told over and over doesn't re-traumatize you when you're owning it it's not so right, I, right. Oh, yeah. That's they're not going to no, no, get no. into that. It's, but it, yes, it has no I, place in a courtroom. I understand that. Yeah, they're just trying to make I her know. look bad, yes. basically. Yes, yes. Yeah, which they did because I mean, well, she is unsympathetic in other times too. I mean, just she's another one. It yeah. goes back and forth. Sometimes I want to punch yeah. her, and then other but times, but see, I'm this like, is what oh, I'm no, saying. Really, legitimately sucks. See, this I mean, is what I'm saying though. But did you feel conflicted because I went back and forth? such that it canceled out and I felt nothing. I I wish I had felt more yeah, conflicted. It was so extreme. Fair, actually. I was so on her side, like in Morocco, watching Anna. I mean, oh, Julia yes. Garner, uh, her acting, she is like disassociated completely, just staring at her phone. Like she really looks very unwell. And the whole thing, she, you can tell she even feels a little bit, this is even a lot for me to be doing. I don't know. The whole thing, I was so on Rachel's side. And then I was so not on Rachel's side. And there were so many moments when I felt both of those. Like when she set her up to get arrested? Did that? Yeah, I didn't really care about that. Part of the eh. dropped a dime yeah. on her. <laughs> a lot, a lot yes. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. So I don't know. I don't know if she was a victim or a villain. And I don't like not knowing how I feel at the end I just yeah I don't this is a theme yeah I know of not knowing how to feel at the end which is like the worst nightmare for, for me you. <laughs> I mean I don't like it in this instance I really don't I, I really did struggle with it but it's something that you this is yeah, yeah it's like no bueno for no. you just <laughs> no bueno I mean I, like yeah. I guess the 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 interview answer to this is like they did such a good job both ways you know like they did such a good job portraying her as this you know entitled spoiled brat and then also did such a good job of really letting us sit there in her fear in her trauma of like my work card and oh my god I'm in Morocco and but I'm at this really great resort. But and Anna's acting right. weird, and what is going on? And I kind of just want to hang out with Bo Burnham. And like, you know, they yeah. really put me in both so strongly. I guess, like I said, that's the you know my one drawback, my one flaw is I work too hard. Kind of interview answer, I guess, is that they did such yeah. a good job both ways that I didn't really know how to feel at the end. I think they, I think they were tipping the scales towards villain, um, particularly because of Neff's character and how. That's clearly how she saw her right yeah. from the get-go. Yep. Um, so I think I fell a little bit for the putting the thumb on the scale yeah. towards the towards the villain. Yeah. Um, See, I feel like that but, came early. That scene yes, hated Rachel did. for like the first five episodes. And when Neff is like, excuse me, you're saying she bought me? You're not, no, no. Oh, yeah. Karen, no. you know. Yeah. I, oh, that was so So funny. good. But so that and that was early on. But then we had the Rachel episode and I was like, oh, I felt my stomach really was like, oh, God, this is so upsetting. And then they had the end. So I I I think if I really lined them up, you're right. It goes more on the villain side. But the visceral putting me there was so strong that if it's emotional and not a list, then I'm more on the I feel bad for her kind of side. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. It it was very it was it was hard. I yeah, it's not felt this way about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. The boyfriend? Did she ever even like the boyfriend? I don't know. Yeah. What was his name Chase. again? See, he was in the beginning, Chase. and then so much. Yeah, yeah. And then he never really comes back. No. Anyway. No. It's true of a lot of yes, them. Yes, it is. Um, the Germany episode. I think we're going to talk about. Right with sure. You want it? damage? Yeah. Maybe. Oh no! Oh, oh, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Is there any other uh, storylines, scenes? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I I do. I did like the finale, but I think we're going to talk about that a little too. I mean, I I think I will because I I I like Todd. Okay. In that one. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I was at the end. I was. <laughs> I had problems with Todd too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I wanted to add, I mean, so so maybe let's, uh, maybe let's just yeah. talk about Todd, because um, we liked Todd. We did. Yes. In the first episode, we really liked Todd. We liked Todd and his wife and their dynamic mm-hmm. and their partnership. Yeah. So that's one issue I need to return to now in the last one, but um, to get your thoughts on. But I did like... Though I I liked it though I, again not sure it was warranted based on what we'd seen between the two and before but I really liked their fight during the trial yes um, you know and when she's in the in the jail cell and they're screaming because she's throwing another tantrum about her outfits which I, I really oh, I had like Jesus. zero patience zero. for that I and as a lawyer I I mean but I'm sure anyone watching would be like. I was with him put on the fucking clothes like I can't even imagine that that's that I might be pissing off a judge Mm -hmm. because of a wardrobe issue I I can't um but you know when she starts screaming at him and everything and she was terrible nasty ugly I mean just uh, the things she said were insane yeah insane I mean just really nasty but then you know when he says it's his reputation too i mean this is another person like we've talked about that that needs her and in this moment it reminded me of the first episode where vivian admitted i need you basically yeah. the story when, when you have this moment where it's like you know what like i need you and we need to do this but i loved his speech like you know because she she finally calms down and is like you realize that she's pissed because the jury loved rachel and Mm -hmm. she felt like she's prettier she's more likable she fits in everywhere they believed her and that is driving her crazy right um but he's like i loved he's like this is not her show this is our show you're the star and she's like what is it and he's like and you know what that makes me and she's like the loser lawyer who gets fired in the first episode and he's like no the co-star the one who never abandons you, you know, I'll still defend you. You're a dick, like, but you have big balls, oh and I respect that. All this, like, I I like that in theory, uh, you know, but it seemed like it wasn't maybe earned between those two. Like, when did he, because you just don't see a lot of them together mm-hmm. or them really interacting the way you do with Vivian at least. So it was very strange to me. Yeah. I liked the speech. I liked the sentiment. Like, I like when people are like, yeah, like, I respect you. You know, you've got balls. Like, yeah. I'm going to fight for you. Um, but I just, I don't know. It was, it's just. It was a stretch for me, too. I, what I loved before that was when she was like, screw you. My father, my father will get another lawyer. And she, he was like, 
stop, stop. Do mm-hmm. you believe your lies? Yes. Are they mm-hmm. for me or for you? you? I think it has to be mm-hmm. for you, right? Like that I really loved. That seemed to yeah. shock her or, or that was what she needed. Someone to be like, look, yes. stop. Yeah. I, but then it I doesn't do like anything. that about so, him. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Because um, then she's like, I would rather go to jail forever than come out looking like a wannabe. What? What? Yeah, she doesn't. She'd rather go to jail than people think she wasn't the smart businesswoman. And so this is completely undermining his whole defense, which is, you that know, she was not you were never close. dangerously yes. close. But she wants to be close because it means that she was effective and was competent. And and he does end up doing what he wants to yeah. do in the closing. Um but I want to talk about him and his wife mm. because I need your thoughts on this. Yeah. So I, okay, so they're both just consumed, clearly. We get that scene where um, they're with their spouses and they try to have dinner and they're both just like, yeah. that's all he talks yeah. about, that's all she mm-hmm. talks about. Um, but he gets in, in this one, he gets in this fight um, with his wife and it's just they both, Vivian and him, just feel... It's like Anna needs them. She has no one else. Um, And this, like we talked about, they're like, he's like, I'm all she has. But then he's not going to go on vacation. Oh, I love when she's like, she's got you parking her car. Oh, yes. That was good. Uh, but, But to our general partnership discussions, which we had in Love and Basketball and we have offline. Yeah. I need to know (laughs) personally. Should Todd have gone <laughs> on the the spring break trip that he said he was going to go yeah. on? She's very pissed because he said he was going to, and the and it's over. But you know, yeah. See, I don't this know. Is, then he goes back because Anna needs him. He needed to show some. It, it doesn't just like love and basketball. <laughs> didn't matter if she broke curfew or not in fact she probably shouldn't have broke curfew but the point is he doesn't seem to make any any uh, overture like you know like he doesn't seem to do anything they both are just like playing a game of chicken the flight leaves when it leaves and he says he's gonna be on it and then he doesn't and that sucks mm-hmm. that's dickish that's yeah. not okay mm-hmm and it's yeah. not even like can we push the flight can we make later flights you know the family mm-hmm. or if you want to go earlier i'll come in the morning there's no there's no actual cooperation partnership going on it's just i got to no. stay right and the reason i say this is because clearly i relate to todd big surprise mm-hmm. here and in my first reaction was how could she even ask him? He has no other choice. Oh, and you boy. know the minute I say no he has choice. no other choice, I have to stop because Corinne's voice is in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, choice. you always have a choice. Yeah. You always have a choice. Yeah. But, and even Vivian. I mean, in the, the both of them are really so single-minded yeah. in what they're doing and their focus on Anna. Yeah. And so obsessed. And 
I can watch them both and be like, yeah, but they're, they're doing their jobs. I mean, particularly the, the lawyer. I'm like, first of all, I thought it was insane that he was even thinking of leaving. You can't leave then. Oh, really? I mean, you, you it was, you could not okay. leave then. That was honestly farcical okay. to me. So, but See, for I purposes think, of the story. Uh, well, they did, they were like, oh, the trial's over. I, I, I didn't say so I've never really been to trial. Over. I didn't know. Yeah, that was it's not deal. really okay. over. I mean, it really wasn't. But but whatever. I mean, so I thought it was dumb of him to even suggest it. But he but whatever he did. I mean, he yeah. he told her he was. Yeah. So he made that um, promise to her, and then went back on it. But so more, I think I was just like, why did you ever even agree to that, you idiot? Yeah. I mean, you 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 can't do that. But. Yeah, so then know. he should have said I'll I, come in two days or something. Or is it, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so but I did stop and go, no, no, yeah. Kate, there are other things he could do yeah. here. He didn't handle this right. Yeah. And of course it made his wife feel as if he didn't take her feelings into account. So I just want you to know, I did I did think it I through. I love that. <laughs> After my first reaction, I which was, that. what is he, crazy? He's got to do his job. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. I, and someone else could look at it. Now, I don't do it. I don't do it so clearly on one side or the other, but someone else can look at it and be like, he, you know, like he's just shitting on his marriage. He's completely shitting on his marriage. So what yeah. it, it seems to me very clear that his priority is his work and his marriage is a very deep second at best. And so I don't know. Yeah, And, and if I that's true, a lot of, right, if that's that yeah. true, then I would divorce him personally. I would just not, I'm not interested. Right. Like, I get it. I, there I'm, are times yeah. when things cannot be avoided. It just is. I, everyone understands that. But it just right. doesn't seem like partnership is a thing for him in this moment, for right. sure. So, and, and, and Vivian. Like, I mean, think about I it. Saw, Remember saw, in episode yeah. one, though. I thought you said we were late. They were late for some gala. Now, okay, maybe right. you could say a gala's not, I don't know if it was charity or for her work or what it was, but like maybe it wasn't as important as the trial, but it doesn't matter. She was like, all right, let's dig into this. Let's talk yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we'll be late. Yeah, yeah. And if we're no, late, we're no. late, but we got to do this. And so that's partnership yeah. to me. She's not saying I'm going to go without you. She's not saying we're not going to go. She's like, let's dig into this. And then if we're late, we're late. And he doesn't do yeah. that. And they, yeah. And, and him and Vivian are both portrayed as the single-minded yeah. workaholics. Yes. And their spouses are getting really the short end of the stick on that. And, and I really did stop and just be like, oh my God. But I love that I, your first reaction I is really, like, I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I relate so strongly to them. They have to do their work. I don't know what anyone is even talking about. They like this is what they have to do. Less so for Vivian because I was sort of like, e, you do not. I'm not even sure what you're chasing in Germany right, right now. Right. But, but, but with the lawyer, I'm just like, well, I mean, of course he has to do yeah. this. Yeah. But just, I'm just, I'm looking at it anew. I okay, love it. Thank you. I love it. I okay. love it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So those were the. I think these the scenes or storylines that yes exactly that i wanted to talk about or the people as yeah we said. yeah so if this is our regular episode damage is next oof this is a hard one yeah since we don't understand no. her it's hard for us to know the damage because also there's made up damage yes i i don't know made up by the, the show yeah. made up by anna yes. it's mm -hmm. kind of not easy to to differentiate and never is that more clear than in this one particular episode 
when we're watching things unfold that we think are true that that someone you know sticks a knife in her bag and money comes out and you know episode eight yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then he buys an expensive bottle of wine and pours diet coke in it which i which i come to understand none of that is true so it's just storytelling that we saw but it's not true right and and all the stuff as we said earlier that she told the hospital psychiatrist is not true yeah I, right I well some of it yeah i you know she did say that her father would get violent mm-hmm. and she would read magazines and i wanted to learn everything so i could be anything that part is true um i wanted to get away from yeah. the girls at school my small german town away from my father i mean i i don't know we, we still don't know i don't know enough about whether her father what he was right um right. but she definitely wanted to get out of her small german town and it, i believe you know had these aspirations and all that that part was true. Yes. Yes. And damage doesn't have to be, I mean, it doesn't have to be that you are the daughter of a Russian oligarch or, you know, like there's, doesn't have to be that big. Damage comes from lots of places. So I don't know. It was just like, why make some of that stuff up? And I don't know. Just. Yeah. Now, when you saw that they were going back to Germany, I mean, I don't, did you think, oh, great, now we're going to, since you seem to have also been thirsting, yes. like me, to try and understand Anna, yes. by the time I got to that, and I was like, oh, yes, this is where they get to the point where we do a little backstory here. I'm not saying they have to explain away her unlikability. We've talked about that. No. It's not that, but I, I thought I might come to understand. And plus, you're right, there's been a lot of versions Yes. of the truth or the stories yeah. out there maybe we're gonna finally meet the father and we're gonna i was more confused yeah yeah um except i mean i guess the part that i took away was about anna was what her mother said to vivian that you know it's easy for you to see us as monsters that monsters make monsters and because there are children we think we make them or shape them or create them but they um create who they become because we do for them and love for them but we don't make them uh they don't come they come through us i think she says um and so she's like so she was always like this and she said do you know sometimes you have a child like my ivan their soul is your soul and sometimes you have a child that she's a stranger under your roof. Anna was a stranger her whole life, a cold stranger. So then I was like, okay, so are we just never supposed to understand her? Her mother's saying she just is an unknown to her. She was like a stranger. And that's how I felt. Yeah. So I, I was left with the same feeling. I didn't like that. Uh, I really didn't like that. I just I, didn't buy it at it, all either. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, a ton outside of it. I have one kid who is my, his soul is my soul. That is just, Mm -hmm. I get him without, I mean, I can't even tell you, especially as he gets older and like funnier and like just, he's thinking about things. Sometimes he says things that seem very much out of the blue and yet I know exactly, like I can say what he's going to say next because I just... We almost weirdly share like a brain or something. I don't know what it is. But I have one of those. And then I have one who is 
you know, I guess... My child. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, who is, uh, who is her instincts, her, her, you know, immediate, the place where she comes from, her perspective is so incredibly different from mine. I don't, I will never understand her immediate response to things because we are wired very differently. But first of all, A, she's my husband. So she's not a right. stranger, you know, like it's mm-hmm. not like, what is this? She is very different from me, but she's not a stranger. She is exactly like my husband. And yes, my husband, when I met him, was an adult and had gone through his childhood being who he was and had his own coping mechanisms and whatever, the way he dealt with things. So he wasn't the same as a child. I didn't know him as a child, and that is different. But then that's the other thing. Like the point is you're supposed to learn that person. You're supposed to help that person, guide that person through life. In fact, the one whose soul is my soul needs me less. The one who we don't understand each other, that's where there's so much more to explore and grow and help her as a growing human being. So I didn't buy, I didn't like that at all. I just didn't like that. But what about parents whose children, yeah, do end up killing people? You know, they interview the parents. I thought this was one of those kind of moments where they say, like, you know, like she's saying, like, you must be a monster because you created a monster. And these people are just like, I don't like I don't know that person. And I don't know anything about, you know, how they were raised river. But I thought this was one of those kind of conversations that you see on like Nightline or something. I get it. Um. I still don't even agree with that. I mean, it's hard to say because we're we're really now like uh, even as you're saying like it's we're broad swath. Like this yes. is so I mean there are yeah, some people yeah. with like true untreatable yes. oh. mental illness. Like this is mm-hmm. not a matter yes. of like but I don't know in the ones that aren't like that I so this is what I was saying a little earlier. I, it damage doesn't have to come from your parents per se I mean well that's crap because everybody as a parent is fucking up their kid I just don't really know how but the different the like so say Anna was really her her trauma really came from her classmates and feeling so left out at a time and and moving at a time in her life that was really um, you know important and she lost her friends she lost her language that's that's something big and that could be life uh, damage for sure Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. as a parent I think you're supposed to help them process that do you know what to do can you do it for them no absolutely not but you need to have a place where they can talk about it and she didn't feel accepted at school but it seemed very clear she didn't seem accepted at home either and I get it from what we saw like they didn't seem to care to help her with any of that so Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's we're like it's we're speaking in very broad generalities, but right. there. But, but you know me. End, there's always more you can yeah. do. There's always more you can do. Yes. <laughs> but then in the end, when she's having this fight with Todd in the jail, does she really still believe or want her dad to come? I mean, that's another thing I didn't know. Is that yeah? Is she genuinely still like, why isn't he here for me? I think so. Or, I think so. I think there's she, okay. Yeah. So there's some I, I think so yeah. There. But who knows? Yeah. Who Yeah. Knows. Okay. All right. Well the damage was hard to figure out because 
everything was hard to figure yeah, out. Yeah, because it was just very unreliable. I could I could understand any piece of it, and I just didn't know what piece I was supposed to take in and process. One piece that cannot oh, be fudged is her astrological sign, Anna Delvey's. She oh, is, what is an it? Aquarius. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And I read something that the, one of the first things I read when I was looking about uh, th- that up was just so spot on. I had to cut, cut and paste it and put it mm-hmm. here. Aquarius are advanced, self-reliant, clever, exceptional, and optimistic. Uh, the most notable Aquarius characteristic is, hold on. <laughs> is the their lofty vision for the future mm-hmm. as well as for the future of society and I'm like I, if that's not written about Anna Delvey I don't know what is oh my yeah. god and you know I I mean and see I hear that I'm like yeah they're delusional yeah. they're completely yes. delusional that's how I feel about Aquarius I'm so sorry I love you all I don't really, I have a lot of friends I just there's like uh, that's like the yeah, yeah that's, okay. I mean that's definitely the shadow. They do side have of big it. ideas, yeah. but it's the shadow side of it is is a little the, delusional they, to me. Yes, sometimes. Delusional, so yeah, wow, yes, yes. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. So, what what about what she said? Do we do we? I read a lot of this because unlike a usual oh, because I, well because. Here's the thing. This is why I don't normally like to do quote unquote research because a lot of times what you'll find are other people's opinions about things. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to read other people's opinions because then I don't want them to, uh, you know, mar my opinion. I don't want them to influence Mm -hmm. my own opinion. I want to talk about my opinion. And, but I, there was so much research to do for this really for facts so that yes. I went, you know, that was out the window. Which you didn't want to do. Beforehand. As you said on the first one, beforehand, because that's a version of spoilers. Yes, I did not do any Which of Which I just viewed as like facts, but they really are. I mean, you ended up getting a lot of them at the those credits roll thing or whatever. But, you know, at the end of where everybody is now. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I actually did read before. But I guess that would have been a spoiler for yes, you. Yes, definitely. If you knew like what had oh, happened Oh, I had her. no idea. Like, I had yeah, no the trial. idea. Like you didn't know how the trial no. ended. Like I knew how the trial I ended. I did not. Okay. I did not. Okay. And I didn't know that the trial ended and she went to jail and then she's already out. But now she's in ice custody. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that yeah. has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, the, yeah, no, but she's bad. I'm just saying she's not free no. yet because but now she, she has visa yes, problems. But, yeah, but that's, I mean. So she's still being detained, yeah. But not having to anything to do with these charges, just having to do with her immigration right. status, not mm-hmm. her yes. con scammer status. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I read a lot and I read, and we've already talked about a lot of little bits here and there, like what was the same. Jessica was pregnant, but she was, she had filed the story two weeks before. So it wasn't quite, she was typing up until the last day. And it was true that her and the Anna's lawyer and, their spouses like did go out to dinner like they had they Mm -hmm. had that um interaction and I thought that was funny interesting stuff to to um you know find out about what was what was real and what wasn't real and how much of it was 
that that just added to the show for me yeah and like yeah what where are they now and a lot of them had roles in this behind the scenes yeah um yeah. i mean well Je- uh vivian's character jessica yeah right oh my god why am i she's an executive producer yes i mean so she yeah was definitely and even um neff's character yeah helped mm-hmm. like yeah like a consultant or something like that yeah i liked that too rachel is not a fan of the show no. real life rachel <laughs> okay she has come out to say that it's basically you know a bad thing because you're sensationalizing and and make you know making her what she did wrong her frauds mm-hmm. even more glamorous and you know and yeah all that. I so I, I don't I wanted to talk about that I kind of didn't really understand I did read also that scene with Neff when they're out to dinner and Neff has to it's just the two of them and Neff has to cover the bill in real life, that was like yeah. two hundred dollars, and not that two hundred dollars isn't a lot when you're the concierge at a hotel, but and trying to save for your, to make your film. I'm not saying like just throw two hundred dollars at the window, but it's not. What was it? Fourteen hundred dollars, or it was a yeah. lot more than that. And I was like, well, okay, then two hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. It's, I yeah. know. I know. Yeah, so why they were sensationalizing certain things didn't really always add up for me. Yeah, I, I did read that Jessica Pressler said, well, first of all, she said that Vivian, as portrayed on the screen, was like an angry all caps version <laughs> of me. <laughs> so, and we talked on the first one about how hers is the most fictionalized. Yes. Um, but she one thing she did say, kind of what we're talking about is like, uh, Although I will say, once I did research, mm-hmm. it was much less fictionalized than I thought. No, I know. Yeah. It really is. I, I That's where I was like, hmm. Yeah. But she said that um, it's so much more dramatic because it's a TV show. But the arc of the feelings that I had reporting the story, the feelings I had about journalism being complicated and whether this is an exploitive job, mm. that is stuff I was thinking about. It definitely comes out in that last episode, which is hard for me to watch. It gets into my guilt and discomfort about having elevated this person. Mm. Is Anna making decisions in real life because she is now very famous? And did I do that? I think they did pull that out very well. Yeah. And yeah, there was some of that in the last one. Like, <sighs> she's the, did I create this? I mean, that was what she set out to do. Yeah. Right? In I episode mean, one, she said, I promise I'll make you famous. Mm-hmm. And in the in episode nine, they did say you did you did it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you made me famous. Yeah. So everyone knows who I am. I mean, that's another thing I kept coming back to as I was watching, just wondering, like, should this be a thing? Like, should she be famous? Mm. Should we be talking about this? Should we be watching this story? Yeah. And, and that's what Rachel was saying, no. Yeah. And Jessica Presler saying, I, I, I sometimes ask myself that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the one that did it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going to save this for my takeaway, but since we're talking about it now, we might as well. It's not a real true takeaway. But I, the thing is, what I love, I, listen, I love a con artist, scammer. I watch, I am huge into heist movies, real, you know, real and fake and also fictionalized version of real events, all of it. But the really 
what I love about those things is the elaborate planning that goes in. To, like you have to criminal mastermind is like the buzzword, right? It is it takes even if something as silly as like the Ocean's 11. I mean, that's all about the planning and you know, how are we going to get around this? And, oh, and by the way, it needs a retina scan. And you're like, oh, God, how is this going to happen? How are they going to do this? Right, right, right. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, actually, we're going to pass that. We're going to go up through the elevator shaft. And, like, so that is what it really appeals to me that – and then, of course, you, ha- you have to see the obstacles. You have to anticipate the obstacles. You have to get around them. And then there's the execution of it. Will it all go as planned? Probably not. And how is that going to go? So there's like so many layers there that I love watching. I never felt like Anna was really doing much. She didn't see, she kind of just seemed to be rolling with it. And she said, you know, I she walked in with some fancy clothes. I mean, there was not that she didn't do anything, but she definitely did portray herself as something, but it didn't exactly reek of mastermind to me. It was like, yeah, it was more like bullish, just no, like bullish. Yeah, and it was it was that and just associating yourself yeah. with the right people so that then people take you seriously and view you in a completely different way, in which case you're already at an advantage. Right. So then it matters less what you say next because which, or or what the substance which is which is just not because now you know so and so and you know so oh so you automatically and that's what she wasn't getting at first that's why she's getting frustrated no one was taking her seriously yeah. and then once she got in with the right people but i think that is unfortunately how it works i agree right? i just not impressive to me <laughs> You know? No, I know. No, I know. I know. And that's what this was exploring. But you're like, okay, fine. But then, so she wasn't a mastermind. She just got in with the right people. Yeah. And like knew how to work the system, but not even in a really smart, manipulative way, even. Like the, the moment for me that a lot of it falls apart. And I think it was the right thing to do for the story. But, but back to that moment when, Vivian is freaking out at the end, and and because Landon's like wearing white on the final day of trial, she's a brill- she's brilliant. And then Vivian's like, "Oh God, that was me." But that was, you know, that was indicative of the whole thing for me. It was like somebody else, like Neff, got her into the database, and so yeah, that got yeah. her, that opened so many doors for her. And that wasn't masterminding. That wasn't manipulation. That wasn't anything. So. I, I guess her skill, according to her mother, yes. is she makes people care yes. about her. Yes, mm-hmm. which I just... And makes people want to do things for her, which I guess is a skill, but it's not one you give much credence to. It's, well, um, no, 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 it is actually, but I didn't really it's, see that part of it. Even we were definitely that. told that, but it was not really something there was a lot, we got to yes, see. of the telling. And, and I totally get what you're you're saying I agree with you and it frustrates me for also for a different reason because one of the other themes is you know how a woman entrepreneur is being perceived and the obstacles an attractive young blonde woman receives when trying to build a business versus Chase or versus those like frat boys guy she lived with Mm -hmm. who was 
coming up the with fire, some company. The and fire yeah, festival. Yeah. Yes. Fire with a Y. Yeah. With a Y. Um, you know, and I think you're supposed to take from this that, you know, no one's going to take a woman this seriously and and all that. But and I and I think that is true a lot that a young woman. Yeah. Uh, coming in looking a certain way is going to be perceived one way versus some you know Silicon Valley frat boy could come in you know with his pumas on and he's like I got an idea and people think he's a genius I I think there's a lot of truth to that what they were trying to show but but then again the messenger when you have the issue yes exactly then when you have the messenger who's not actually demonstrating super mastermind I guess there's some business acumen I mean she I guess I don't oh my god are we gonna talk about the fact that I thought that I thought that her idea was garbage (laughs) (laughs) I I mean maybe if it had been the first before Soho House before the wing but now she was like oh I'm gonna be a third one and it's gonna be about uh and it will be amazing well what I thought that idea was so stupid so stupid (laughs) so I was like okay so also less impressed Right, right. But I wanted, because I, I, again, I believe there's a lot of truth to what was yes, being explored agreed. there. It is. But, but when you yeah. have an actual con artist fraudster socialite. As your messenger. Yeah. yeah. Then it really does kind of. Fake socialite. Yeah. yeah. It really. Then yeah. it undermined the whole. Exactly. The, undermined. The, thank the you. The very important thing that I think they were talking about there. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So. Anyway. So my little what she said is from Shonda, who, back to what I was talking about before, what we were talking about before, um, about how Anna kind of just took you in and how everybody saw her differently. Like Neff saw her as such a hard worker and Rachel saw her as something different and Casey saw her as something else different. And so everybody saw something different because she reflected back to them what that person needed to see. And needed to know about themselves and that's why Shonda Rhimes said she very specifically did not meet Anna and it was for that reason she said I have yet to it's very much the reason why I did not meet Anna I have yet to meet someone who didn't like Anna when they met her they get drawn in and every single person comes away with a very different take on who Anna was and that was fascinating to me so I chose to get to know Anna through the journalistic eyes of Jessica instead I thought if I went into that prison and got to know Anna I too was going to be fielding calls from her in the middle of the night I too am going to have an opinion And if I have an opinion, I'm not going to be able to write this. If I feel sorry for her, that's going to slant it one way. If I decide she's a reprehensible human being, that's going to slant it another way. I wasn't going to be able to write her as three-dimensionally as I needed to. So I didn't want to get involved. Which, Mm. that to me was probably the most powerful thing. I wish there was like a note in that, (laughs) of that in the show. Because that just seems to speak volumes to what she does. I mean, I know... It was said anyway that she really has this power over people. She takes them in and and gets people to do somewhat insane things. But the fact yeah. that Shonda Rhimes was like, I need to keep my distance. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I don't want to be taken in yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. very powerful. Not in a good way yes, for Anna. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So what else do we have? 
Mm, who won? Who won? Oh, mine mine is very simple and easy. It's clear. It's Neff for me. Played by oh, nice. Alexis Floyd. I just yep, couldn't she was take fantastic. my eyes off her in every mm. scene. I didn't know what mm. she was going to say. I knew I was going to love whatever she said and the way she said it. I loved her mm-hmm. spunk. I loved her... She had so many good lines. No, so many good lines. So many mic drop moments. We talked about a, a, a big one in the first episode. Every I know New York people. You know, I I deal in this. Mm. So, and the New York people business yes. or something. like and that. And she continued mm-hmm. that throughout. I feel like she was consistent throughout the whole show. And by far, she won for me. Yeah, and she's the only one who is truly loyal the whole time and and who really is her friend. And, yeah. I mean, who else? And and really isn't trying to get something out no. of her like everybody else. Um, so I, this we kind of already talked about. I, I still, even after eight more episodes, love Scriberia. I love the folks <laughs> oh, yes. in it. I love them just one. as much as the end as I did in the beginning, which you can't say about some yeah. people on the show, like or, or they come and go or whatever. But they were a constant that I just I loved again for the reasons I said the first time. Their the, their experience, the teamwork, just they're funny. They they care about her. I just I loved it. I thought they were great, I like throwbacks. Agree. So. I really that's a great one. I absolutely agree. I loved them. I loved their humor. I loved every scene they were in. All, any any of yeah. them. So especially the woman. Yeah, I, I loved her too. Maud. Maud, thank you. Maud, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so good. I like Lou though. Yeah, too. sure. They're, all good. I mean, they're like Agreed. they're like your old friends. Agreed. I don't know. So yes, I like that. Loved it. Loved it. Good one. That's a great one. So takeaway, we're just going to talk about kind of where everything is. Is that right? No, I feel like we've kind of already sprinkled that throughout this. Yeah, I think we have. I mean, they do that at the end where that bit at the end would they show you, you know, sort of where everyone is now type thing. Um, what did they, Todd finally took a vacation. Yeah, yes. They did say that. Um, yeah, Neff is now pursuing her dreams of being a director. And like I said, I do think this experience has been huge for her because she has been working with Shondaland. Yeah. Which if you want to be a, if you want to be a director, that's pretty much an amazing opportunity. So she did end up getting something out yeah. of it, if you will. But I don't think that was the point. And I read um, a, an interview with her as well. Like they, she was, as you mentioned, she was very involved. And like she got to come to yeah. set and ask all sorts of questions that not even about the show or, or just about her character. She really got a hands-on learning experience through that. And that's Yeah, awesome. so that's amazing. Yeah. Casey is still a personal trainer yeah. um and and life coach she's older she's actually 61 oh, wow. in real life wow. which yeah so um who else who else rachel we know. yes and alan who's uh oh yes gosh i'm blank andrew i think is his real name uh the lawyer he's still a partner at gibson dunn unbelievable yeah. and one thing i did read is that the 
chase was very hard to yes. track down. I mean, most people, yeah, they know who the the real life equivalent is, mm-hmm. or we've read articles with him. But the futurist is what he was called yeah. in the article, as per his agreement with Vivian. And I think someone I did read an article that identified him just the other day, but apparently he's been harder to figure out who he is yes i did surprising i know but but i did see that and you know don't put it past anybody on the internet to you know know. find their cross-referencing like her instagram with ted talks with you know Mm -hmm. people who moved where he moved i mean it was like it's crazy people are very industrious on the on the internet yes Exactly. So I guess what do we um what do we think is next for Anna? So that was the most surprising thing to me was to know that she had gone to jail. I didn't. I I I did not know which way it was going to go. And you know these things they can go either way. And Mm -hmm. so I did not realize which way it was going to go. And then she was in jail. But that and you know at the end for four years. But and it was so again before I knew that. It was like, there's that moment where Vivian's like, 12 years, in 12 years, my kid will have a phone. And like, you know, it Mm -hmm. seems like a long time. But then, so then I I watch that and I'm like very moved by that moment. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm Googling and she's already out of jail. She's already out. Yeah. Because she also got time served for when she was in Rikers. So it it really, yeah, it was 2013 to 2017. Yeah. So... I don't know. And I heard she's already... Oh, no. Yeah, what? No, I think in 2019 she was sentenced, sorry, and was released in 2021. Right. Sorry, her scam, I think, right. was from 13 that's right. to 17. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then yeah, so and now she's like doing ago. some other... She's doing her own documentary something or other. She's been having cameras following her around. Right. So how will she rebrand? I don't know. And how I'm, will, I'm done with who her. will emerge from this? I, I know. I'm, I'm just saying... Her. I don't need any more. <laughs> I don't need any more. Oh, my God. I need a better okay. scammer to come in. Give me something. But we'll always take more Shonda. Oh, we will always take yes. more Shondas. All right. Inventing Anna. She's invented. Now I hope we, now I hope we can put her away. <laughs> oh, but wait. What about Julia right. Garner? I mean, I know I mentioned it before. She was outstanding so oh she's the best so different from anything else we've ever seen her in she was not just a side character even though so much of it was told through uh, vivian's eyes she was not a side character not relegated to the sidelines at all her acting was was truly phenomenal she is julia is always inventing or reinventing herself so she's the best so good so good This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at popfictionwomen.com or on Twitter at pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love, or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.